Hey, if you're a repeat listener, please leave us a review or a rating. It would really help catapult us into the top 100. We're bouncing in and out on a weekly basis, and a review or a rating from you on your favorite podcast app would go a long way. Thanks so much. Welcome to the Dropship Podcast, where you'll learn how to build and grow a high-ticket dropshipping business and hear stories from successful e-commerce entrepreneurs. Let's kick this thing off. Welcome to the Dropship Podcast, another episode of Good Niche, Bad Niche. Uh, we need theme music. I'm, I, I love this this episode. Uh, we brought it up to some students, and they were like, "Yeah, I keep." They seemed excited, so uh, maybe we'll have to make this a new segment moving forward that we do more often. I'm excited. Uh, today we're going to do telescopes. I kind of like the idea of hitting some of these that like come up with almost every student. Right? Uh, I feel like yeah. we have. 20 that we could name that everyone mm. comes up with and if we can kind of talk through those maybe that'll help people who uh, originally are starting or maybe just help us with our um customer support where we can just be like hey go listen to episode whatever uh anyway i want to talk telescopes i was interested then in them when i first started very interested in them i, I thought man this is a great idea i kind of wanted one it seemed like a really good idea and I never went into it. I did do, do some discovery. Uh, I don't know how much experience you have with telescopes, John, but the one thing that really stood out to me, man, the margins suck on telescopes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is definitely one I've, I've looked into both myself and, and on behalf of uh, people I've coached. So I can think of people who are drop shipping or are trying to drop ship telescopes uh, Yeah, five, six years ago. That I worked with, and and they had businesses set up and running. They had they had some supplies, and 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 so we we I, I've actually looked inside businesses that were trying to sell them, and um, definitely yeah, some thoughts. Look on the on the face of it, I think I think it sounds like a really good idea, right? Uh, like from the product perspective, it's it's a passion based market, like astronomy. It's that's an interest, right? That's a hobby. Uh, it's both an amateur and a professional thing, and so um definitely there that that's what we are looking for right when when we go into market or niche selection is we're looking for those sort of passion or enthusiast based markets they tend to be the really good ones to get into and so it definitely is a big tick on that box the products themselves are not particularly big they're fair they're not like there are bigger ones obviously but a lot of the sort of ones that come at a decent price they're not large they're not heavy shipping relatively easy right and so you're like yep that ticks the boxes that's cool for their high ticket um and everything's great on on that perspective so i think this one definitely on the face of it ticks all the boxes right and and you can you can spin it out a bit further i mean i think um you know that there's probably some other things i like it's very specific there's not a lot of different products here but they're you know, there's there's some accessories and there's some there's some other things. You know, stands and all of this sort of stuff that that you could be selling as well. Um, and so I think from from the outside, it's definitely one that you would probably tick all the boxes on, right? You'd probably say, "Yep, that's that's that looks like a really good one." However, however, um, the experience of doing it uh, is not. Or, or has not in the past. Now, I'm going to say a caveat on this is I haven't looked at it closely for a couple of years, right? So things may have changed. Um, but yes, absolutely the case has been in the US market, particularly um, for the brands, the desirable brands, the margins are terrible. Like I'm talking 10% or something like that with very little movement from those brands, even with sales, which is, which is a, a, honestly, it's a bit of a rarity 
that's that's not definitely not common uh, with high ticket products. Um, and some of those brands were difficult to work with as well. Uh, and so the people that I looked at years ago that were trying to build businesses here were really struggling with it um, just because of the margins involved. And I believe some of the brands may sell direct to customer as well. And so there was that level of competing with your supplier kind of thing, which did add some extra challenges. So it's a tricky one. It's one of those tricky ones where, once again, you don't see many like this, um, but on the outside, it looks great. On the inside, it looks less great. Um, and unfortunately, you don't see the inside when until you get into it, right? Until you start trying to build your business. So, um, yeah, I struggle with this one to say whether it's a good or a bad niche, right? Because it depends which angle you look at it from. I think the other the other way you could come at it though, right? I mean, um, which I kind of think a bit about more is like you could probably spin these sort of products into a different market store. Like, you know, let's say you were going to do one that was focused on like scientific equipment or something like that. Like, I mean, I think there's some different ways we could make telescopes part of a store, but I don't think at this point, based on what I know about it, I would want to rely just on selling just telescopes. Yeah. I don't even know if that would be the same person, right? The person buying a microscope is definitely not the same person. No. Maybe, maybe, well, maybe some of them match sometimes. up. Yeah. But uh, so here's my experience. I, w- I want to be transparent that I'm not telling you this is good or bad. My experience was in 2015, in some industries, you will have distributors. That's just your only option. So when I was selling 3D printers, there was a couple brands that worked only through a distributor, which sometimes can be bad, sometimes can be good. This one was called Winit, W-Y-N-I-T. They are out of business now. You'd have to go on the Wayback Machine to see all the different products they sold. Mm. I signed up for my 3D printer, and through that, I had access to the portal where I could see prices across a lot of different industries and certainly telescopes intrigued me right out of the gates. I wanted to go look at them when I saw them on there. And so they carried a couple brands. I'm not even sure, you know, was this a a good brand or a bad brand, whatever brand it was, it was at 9% and you were also paying shipping on that. And so I reached out to my rep and I was like, Hey, these interest me based on what I'm doing. Uh, where could we get to? I knew it wasn't going to be the exact price that I was shown. There's probably some other, you know, once you're in the industry, you can get better things. He said, tops i can get you to is 14 and i went oh my goodness like 14 percent is just not a lot right 800 let's do a thousand dollars for easy numbers that leaves mm. you 140 gotta pay um gotta pay the shopify man on that or the stripe man on that right so you're already down you know 130 120 you gotta acquire that customer you gotta pay the shipping um that just doesn't leave a whole lot of room with which to work with which to you know take a little profit off the top as well as the business owner and so again 2015 for me this maybe this changed we're, we're talking eight years later now right there very mm. much uh could be some new players in the game uh there could be new pricing strategies certainly a dollar in 2015 uh is about 72 cents in 2023 and so who knows maybe with price increases margins have increased too uh but it didn't look good in 2015 i'll say that yeah that that's yeah it, it's one where i'd really struggle to tell people not to do it um just because it does tick so many boxes. But I think if you were going to do it, um, you would have to be aware that, you know, there, there are some things going on in, in on the inside there that um, may not be fantastic. Thanks for listening to the Dropship Podcast. You can find all the show notes for this episode at dropshippodcast.com. And if you're ready to take the next step in your dropshipping journey, we invite you to join us inside Dropship Breakthrough 
where John and I will walk you through step-by-step in starting your own high-ticket dropshipping e-commerce business. But that's not all. Dropship Breakthrough will also teach you everything you'll need to know to grow your business and take it to the next level. So head over to dropshipbreakthrough.com and sign up for our free training that will help you take the first steps towards building and growing your own profitable high-ticket dropshipping business. One of the first questions that anyone looking to get into high-ticket dropshipping asks is, what am I going to sell? What's my products going to be? What are the profitable products going to be that I'm going to build a business around? And it's one of the things that people worry about the most, that they're going to get that wrong. And that's fair enough. Picking the wrong products to sell is one of the biggest mistakes that people looking to start a dropshipping business make. So, what if I said we could fix that for you and solve that problem, answer that question for you in the next five days? Well, the answer is we absolutely can do that. So, I want to introduce you to you the Dropship Breakthrough 5-Day Challenge. And the five-day challenge is basically like a mini workshop that over the course of five days is going to show you and help you find the profitable products that you can build a high-ticket dropshipping business around. So each day for five days, you're going to get a lesson or two to go through. And each of those videos together is going to show you the process that we've used and Ben and I have used, not just Ben and I, but over 400 of our students have used to find profitable high-ticket products that are viable for the dropshipping business model. So you're going to get a lesson every day, you know, watch that lesson. And at the end of the five days, you'll know what you're going to sell. And I'm going to throw a few interesting bonuses in there as well. Now, the best part of this is you can join the challenge today for just $97. So single investment of $97, and you're going to then know what you can build a business around with a super high level of confidence so that you can start your business and not have to worry about that maybe you've picked the wrong products and you're going to have to go back to scratch at some point. So all you need to do to join the Dropship Breakthrough 5-Day Challenge is head to Dropship Breakthrough, that's spelled B-R-E-A-K-T-H-R-U dot com forward slash five, the number five. You'll find the link below in the show notes. All you have to do is head there, sign up on that page, and you will be immediately and instantly into the five-day challenge. You can get started straight away. So head over there, join the challenge, and once again, it's backed as always by our 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you take the challenge and you think it was rubbish, you don't, you, you couldn't identify any products or anything like that, you can request your money back and we'll hit you straight back up with that. So head on over. If you're looking to get started, if you've been sitting on the fence, if you've been worrying about finding the right products, head over, take the five-day challenge today at dropshipbreakthrough.com forward slash five.